Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. The Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy Like the Bible. And it's hump day. That's right. It's Wednesday. We're halfway through the week. I'm rested. Can you tell? Right. You can feel the energy. Do I have like an extra pep in my voice? I feel real like out here. That's real Tabitha Brown-ish. It is. And I feel like I'm giving Tabitha Brown with this dress and just like the red lip and the hair. Like I'm just giving like, I have my own line of spices. <laughs> you mean... You are just in the spice aisle, so. I, listen, I am. It all comes together. I am. How are you doing, Jeremiah, like the Bible? I'm doing good. You know, it's Wednesday, hump day, hump day. So, we up. We, we up. the people. Yes, yes. All right, what do we got? Well, later today, we're going to talk about hip-hop making history, but not in a good way. So, we got to talk about what's going on in the world of hip-hop. Plus, Whoopi Goldberg wants to add an amendment to the U.S. Constitution. But in this hour, we have 60-second headlines. Plus, we're going to talk about... Herschel Walker going to college, but for real <laughs> that this whole time. sentence. <laughs> but for real this time, Herschel Walker goes to college. Just sounds like a sketch waiting to happen. I'm sure SNL is like busy working <sighs> as we speak. Yes, well, we're busy working as you listen. Uh, this is the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be here for the next few hours, so you know what to do. Listen, laugh, and learn. If you have to step away, listen. We're still going to be here, so make sure you check out us wherever you get your podcasts at also we have the latest episode of my podcast small doses as side effects of daring to be different with recording artist duran bernard and if you don't know about duran bernard maybe you need to get into it because the vocals are there and we're right here so it's time to listen up and learn it's the amanda seal show I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah the Bible. And it's time to get into some Black Hair News. Let's do it. So, former NFL star Herschel Walker is headed back to college uh, after his failed run for U.S. Senator in Georgia. So, you know, at one point he did say he graduated from school, but I guess that was a lie because now he's He's really good at that, (laughs) at lying. (laughs) Well, currently he is enrolled at the University of Georgia, UGA. And is taking summer courses at the school. He's also reportedly been seen on campus visiting the academic advisor's office. Um, during his run for U.S. Senate, U.S. Senate, he repeatedly lied about his academic record, making it seem like he actually graduated from UGA when he did not. So here's the thing. First of all, Herschel Walker to me sounds like somebody who has never read a book, <laughs> heard a book read. Mm-hmm. Um he, I always say, is the kind of candidate that the white people really liked because he reminded them of the yesteryear when black people weren't allowed to read. I feel like he he speaks in a in a 
a w- unread way. In a post, <laughs> he he speaks in a pre Juneteenth tonality. Gotcha. Um, and so I find it interesting that he is now deciding to go back to school. And I said, you know what? What are some courses that we feel like he should take? Okay. Okay. Uh, Jeremiah, do you have any suggestions? I mean, you know, I think if Nick Cannon get a new job, maybe work at UGA and, and t- there's like a fatherhood course. Cause you know, Hirsch Walker and his kids, you know, he had some kids he wasn't claiming on the campaign trail and it came out that he had kids he wasn't claiming. And who knows better than taking care of multiple kids than Nick Cannon. So I feel like, you know, a fatherhood course of some sort, you know, yeah. we get that on the docket. Well, it's as simple as it's, it's a, a public speaking course, Amanda. No, you can never go wrong with a, with a basic general ed public speaking course. You know, it's true. Especially if you're trying to run for- 101. 101. 99. Public <laughs> speaking 99. A precursor to 101. Right, right. A pre, he needs a prerequisite. <laughs> yeah. He needs a prerequisite. Well, to, pe- to piggyback off of your, um, your fatherhood course, mm-hmm. you know, something he also said he didn't know about, but he actually knew a lot about was abortion. Oh, right, right, um, right. And I think one of the best ways to teach and learn is by peer counseling with okay. folks who have been through those experiences. Mm-hmm. So I think you should take a peer counseling course on abortion and awareness okay. where he can share his stories <laughs> with others um, because he has lived it okay. and he can learn from others who have also lived it on why it is so problematic to pretend that you haven't and also to act like it doesn't matter when the women who you've paid for uh, are saying this happened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, college is good for that. You know, each one teach one. We each all learn together. One. Now he's also um, just, I feel like someone who really expressed to us how he felt, um, just confounded. Mm-hmm. He felt uh, conflicted about werewolves and vampires, you know, two, two important parts of our society. Mm-hmm. And so I think that he should just get more insight on that by taking um, a discourse on fantasy um, predators. Okay. Yeah. A discourse on fantasy predators so that he can also debate with others versus just debating with himself in our presence okay. on who is actually at the top of the hierarchy between the vampires of the night and the werewolves of the moon. What are some of the required reading for that course, you think? Definitely interview with a vampire. Okay. okay. Um, you're also going to need to watch all of the seasons of True Blood. Okay. Um, because I don't know if you recall, but when the, when the vampires were doing the thing, it was one thing. But then the werewolves came into the mix. And last but not least, going to have to do the four book series of Twilight. Got to get into it. Got to get into it. Harsha, are we know. team Edward? <laughs> what are we? He got a heavy course load. Got a heavy course load. You know what? We have a heavy story load because we got more black here news. Uh, when we get back, a high school senior in Philly was denied her diploma. After doing a dance on stage that didn't even disrupt the proceedings, we're going to talk about it. And we got six second headlines. When we get back, it's time to listen, laugh and learn on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. Um, Black Heart News. We just talked about Herschel Walker going to college mm-hmm. for four minutes and 12 seconds. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Uh, we also came up with some courses that we think he should take. So if you missed that, you should definitely go listen to the podcast. I'm very proud of what we came up with. What I'm not proud of is what this uh, principal came up with in Philly. Right. So 17-year-old Hasfa Abdul-Rahman was a senior at the Philadelphia High School for Girls. And she was denied a diploma by the school's principal because she danced across the a stage. A white woman. Yes, a white woman. Uh, because she danced across the stage during her graduation ceremony and the audience laughed at her dancing. Stage. I think laugh is a strong word. They giggled. They chuckled. It was, it was a chuckle. It was a little ha ha ha. So she was doing a gritty dance. The audience laughed. And when she reached out to claim her diploma, the school's principal 
Lisa Messi waved her away and did not give it to her because the principal dropped it in a bucket, in a basket. Yeah, yeah. The principal had warned families of the graduates prior to the ceremony that cheering and clapping while their loved ones walked across the stage was forbidden, Amanda. What are we even talking about? Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I remember in graduations of the past that, you know, parents were asked mm-hmm. to keep gesticulations to a minimum. Mm-hmm. Keep it brief. Keep it cute and brief. But forbidden? Sir. That's excessive. It's excessive. It's also just unnecessary in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I just think it comes from a place of y'all are different than us. You know, it's kind of like the difference in church. You know, like you go to a Catholic church, it's quiet, it's boring, it's morose. It's also very brief. Right. Very quick. Because they're like, we're going to celebrate the Lord in one hour and we're going to head on out. Okay. We're going to do this body of Christ. We're going to drink this wine. We're going to uh, hear some this incense. Is. We're out. Whereas black folks be like, no, no, we, we blocked out this Sunday for this particular purpose. Right, right. So we all know what's up. That's how I think about graduation. Like we've blocked out mm-hmm. this day. For this purpose. And we've been doing this for 12 years just mm-hmm. to get to this day. This and moment. now this one white lady gets to dictate how we celebrate. And this isn't the only story we've seen about this. I mean, there's been a number of mm-hmm. high school stories I've seen where they were keeping kids from their, you know, one had like a cop there that was like escorting students yes. out of the arena yes. after. Why? I loved seeing the schools in uh, Louisiana who were letting the kids dance. Have a good time. Celebrate. You're you just accomplished something major. Mm-hmm. This is a milestone. Also, I won't, I don't want to set a graduation where it's like dead silence. It's for, so boring. For, for 50 kids. Some of these schools have like thousands of kids. I had a graduating class of 873 people. Imagine going through 800 I was number 42. In silence. Amanda Seals. Rebecca Johnson. Keisha Knight. <laughs> you like, okay. Why did we even do this? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we here for? What are we? <laughs> At this point. And also, you know. It, certain things happen to certain people because mm. baby let them had not given me that diploma just grab it snatch it and let me had been the next chick after her I would have got the diploma out the basket and brought it to her because really it's just ridiculous like there is a level of obviously decorum in certain situations and certain events but this is really isn't serving a purpose at all other than just like you go well, ahead. let me tell you something go ahead. people love to talk about well, you know, they made the rules, so she broke the rules, so mm-hmm. she has to deal with the repercussions. As if there aren't stupid rules made all the time. Right, very stupid. Also, how can I be held responsible for what the audience does? Because the audience did something, I can't get my uh, diploma, which is weird. And then we think about, actually, one of my favorite pictures from graduation is this picture, Amanda. I'm gonna post it on my Instagram. Okay. Where, like, I'm literally pointing at somebody that my dad took this picture because one of my friends, like, did, like, a little bullhorn when they mm-hmm. called my name. And, and I he was, was like, like, and I ah! pointed at him and it took, he took the photo, one of my favorite photos. Because in that moment, like you said, you're celebrating. You're happy to see people come and support you after graduating from all <laughs> after four years of college or 12 years of grade school. The back of my master's degree, uh, the back of my, my, uh, robe for my master's I painted a black power fist Mm -hmm. and it said masters in blackness you think I didn't walk across that stage and then turn my back to the crowd (laughs) and they was like of course this is my time and I done paid my money and I done done my my service to the school you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. miss me with this anyways all of y'all who were like she just has to deal with the consequences because she broke the rules stop it Stop at five. Y'all be the first ones to, you know, not pay the toll. Y'all be the first ones to forget to put money in the meter. You know, like there's rules all over the place Mm. that are made for order. And then there are rules that are made for power. 
And when we decide as a people like, oh, that 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 rule that you made for power, that that's that's not okay. We get to change those rules because at the end of the day, there's more of us than them. What I think should have happened is that everybody, once she didn't get her diploma, everybody should have just been like, oh, we acting up now. (laughs) That's what you're doing. And I wish more of us thought like that. (sighs) Anyways, that's it for Black Hair News. It is. Group shut up next, though. Are female rappers over-sexualized? Sometimes. Well, we'll talk about it because uh, YK Osiris, a name I'll never understand, is apologizing to Sukiana. We're going to get into it here at the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Life the Bible. And let's get into this group chat. Now, I don't know if you saw this, but mm-hmm. uh, you, I do know you saw this yeah. because I talk to you every day. Um, Sukiana is a rapper who is very... Bold about her sexuality and her music, right? Sexually explicit, like some will call it. Nothing new. Right. Okay, like we've heard this with Nicki Minaj. We've heard this with Lil' Kim, Kim. Foxy Brown. This is, you know. City girls. City girls. Trina. Trina. Okay. Um, But the other thing that I think is also not new is that men oftentimes feel like if you present yourself as someone who is comfortable with your sexuality mm-hmm. then that means you're comfortable with them mm-hmm. it's an invitation <laughs> for you to be sexualized by them in, in a beyond sometimes very inappropriate ways beyond every time your, it's yeah. inappropriate yeah unless it's solicited it's mm-hmm. inappropriate right right um so yk osiris learned this firsthand but when he um if you guys listened to the show last week i gave yk osiris the people versus yeah because he like basically assaulted her assaulted yes. sukiana by like kissing her at this event but he's released an apology saying that I want to publicly offer my sincerest apologies to Sukiana. In an attempt to be playful, I misread the moment and violated Sukiana's boundary. I understand the importance of consent and I'm embarrassed on behavior. I take full responsibility and have made multiple attempts to apologize. I have the utmost admiration for Sukiana and it was never my intention to disrespect her. He needs to send a gift basket to his PR team. <laughs> okay, because that right there whether or not he even okayed it, it just made him look literate mm-hmm. and it made him look actually like apologetic, apologetic yeah, which yeah. a lot of times is not achieved. The first one be like, F y'all, leave me alone. <laughs> Ask the baby, he know. Or it'd be like, I just want to apologize to Sukiana uh, for being upset at me. <laughs> and it's on Instagram, <laughs> just on Instagram. Yeah. The story. Yeah. A iOS note. Yep. Mm-hmm. So here's the bigger question though. Do we feel like male rappers or men with money feel entitled to treat women like however they want to? I think the yeah, <laughs> I think that's the easy answer. Yes, but I, I think to your point too, when someone, when a woman is very um, explicit in her sexual prowess, I want to say, or her sexuality, she's very open with it. I think that they think that's an invitation to do whatever they want to without consent, without acknowledging boundaries. Because just as someone has autonomy over their sexuality doesn't mean that they want you be touching him. Well, then they'd say, well, but then they'll say like, you asked for it. You know, it's the same argument of, well, if you hadn't worn that mini skirt, you wouldn't have gotten raped. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, then there's this question of like, well, how accountable are women for getting the response of that mm-hmm. based on the image they portray? And my answer is zero. <laughs> That's how accountable zero. They don't need to be held accountable right? because you need to be held accountable as a person and as an adult for your actions. Like, I feel like there's this idea that women are receptacles, we're receivers. Mm -hmm. And so 
whatever we are presenting is up to a man to decide if he wants to come into. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's we're still not your property. Right, right. And I think some people also feel like you should be flattered that I'm giving you oh. attention of any sort. You should be happy, young. Um, I'm sexualizing you. When you're walking down the street in New York and dudes be like, I'll, I'll hit, it's like, that's not a compliment. <laughs> your penis is not a positive. I mean, I guess what would the, the response be like? Okay, great. Let's go. Let's go do it. I'm always like, what's the response? Well, you know, what's comedy is that what often happens is they say that and then you turn around and you're like, oh, word, what's good? And they're like, ah, and then they run away. <laughs> they don't really want it. They don't want the smoke. No, never. They never, con- they never consider that you're going to respond because in their minds, you are a body that has no ears, mm-hmm. <laughs> cannot hear, mm-hmm. and that is literally just moving through the world. Like behind a pane of glass. You're an object for their sexualization. Mm-hmm. What do y'all think? Way. Do you think? Do you think that at the end of the day, it's like you get what you put out? In this case, when it comes to women and their sexuality, hit me up one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. When we get back, we got some second headlines. That's right. Time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. What's up, y'all? It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And it is time for six second headlines. <laughs> All right, so up first, the NBA draft starts tomorrow, and 21-year-old law student TikToker Jordan Haber found a loophole and has qualified for the draft. Hilarious. I mean, I don't know if the loophole is going to mean that he's going to get to put the ball in the hole, but it's still cool. All right, the Grammy Awards has a new rule that only human creators can win the music industry's highest honor, ruling out AI artists. Are they also going to rule out uh, auto-tune artists, or does that not? No, no. (laughs) All right, good news for Philly. The collapsed stretch of Interstate 95 in Philly will reopen in two weeks. Look at y'all getting construction to actually do things. (laughs) Send that that message to New York City. I'm screaming. 90-year-old Quincy. Quincy Jones is out of the hospital, you guys, following the health scare he had for a food-related incident. Can he please do another interview? Because I feel like a post-hospital interview is going to be even more juicier. I'm screaming. Like a near-death interview? Like, oh, y'all almost lost me? Let me get these last secrets out? We need that. All right. And last but not least, President Biden's son, Hunter Biden, pled guilty to two tax misdemeanors, and he will also strike a deal with federal prosecutors to resolve a felony gun charge. And you know people are still like, see, that's why Joseph Biden should not get to be president again, because his house this isn't in order. I'm like, look at your, but but I look at your Trump. friend. <laughs> not only is his house not in order, but his son is definitely a coke addict. Yikes. That's it for 60 Second Headlines. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Nope. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. It's hump day. It's hump day. Hey, y'all. It's hump day right here at the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. 
<sighs> it is June 21st. Mm-hmm. The time just keeps on moving. And you know what that means? It's cancer season! Oh, it is cancer it's season. cancer season! <laughs> <laughs> it's time to cry, y'all. Because <laughs> that's what we do. Okay? We cry. We are emotional and we are loyal. We are also psychic and we are obsessed with anything that we love. Shout out to all my cancers. We in the building. All right? All month long. You know what we should do? We should bring an astrologer on the show. I know exactly what we can bring on the show. That would be fine. Yes. Jessica. Talk, talk some astrology. Yeah, I would love that. You know, I'm big into astrology. Jessica Lanyedo is dope. She has a dope astrology podcast and I will ask her. Um, shout out to Jesse Smollett. It is his birthday. No, for real. It is his birthday. Because I know somebody else is like, are we even sure? Yes, it is. And I just feel like the way that we be canceling once we decide to cancel, I will never get over Jesse Smollett being canceled and people still arguing to play R. Kelly music. Oh, no, they not. They go down to R. Kelly Hill. They go down. I'll never way. understand that. Mm-mm-mm. Like one person was trying to like play a hoax on the Chicago PD mm-hmm. and the other person was literally running from the Chicago PD. And yet, and yet. So I'm, I'm gonna die on that hill. Uh, Black Red News, what hills are we gonna be on for the next hour? <laughs> we gonna talk about Whoopi Goldberg who wants to add a new amendment to the US Constitution and we'll tell you what it is and why. Plus hip hop is 50 years we're celebrating and they're making history, but not for the reasons you think. We gonna <laughs> tell you the reason. <laughs> Plus we got your big up let down come this hour as well. All right, so that's gonna be going down. Uh, and just to let you know, our Big Up Let Down is all music related. Mm. Yeah, ladies and music. So stick around for that. If you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tune into my podcast, Small Doses. Side Effects of Daring to be Different is going down this week with guest Duran Bernard. Mm-hmm. All right, we got more Black Green News up next. Time to listen, laugh, and learn on The Amanda Seals Show. Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And it is time to get into some Black Your Red news. Let's do it. So Whoopi Goldberg on The View, she is calling for a constitutional amendment to the U.S. Constitution to barb Donald Trump from presidency if he goes to prison. She said this. What really starting to freak me out is the idea that we're not even discussing changing the Constitution to make it say you cannot be in jail. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. being well, the that, president. Well, that part. I mean, I, I because my fear. An amendment that, would be nice. I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of amendments because yeah. I feel like unless we start to plug these holes, yeah, this is going to keep biting us in the behind. Because if I can't yeah. vote when yeah. I come out of jail, yeah. why can you be the president? Yeah. That's you a know? wonderful point. You know, she had such an opportunity right there to say, unless we plug these holes, we'll be on a sinking ship. Oh. You know, yeah, and yeah. it just, it was, Live right, it was right there. Live CV. You yeah. know, sometimes yeah. you, miss, you miss the moment. I know about it. I know about it. It was right there. It was right there. Uh, but she's completely right. You know, the disenfranchisement of our ex-convicts is, mm-hmm. con- is rampant all over this nation. I mean, we saw folks that thought they could vote in Florida last election actually get arrested for trying to vote, right, even though right. they hadn't been properly alerted to the fact that maybe they shouldn't be able or couldn't be able to vote. Um, so why would the president of the United States be able to be president from prison? Also, I think there's something to be said for like, what did you go to prison for? That's what I was thinking more so, because I do feel like 
the um, incarcerated do get a, get a bad hand once they come back to society. Yeah. Across the board, especially when it comes to black and brown people who 1, are 1,000% um, incarcerated. And we've seen a lot of people who have been incarcerated and come out and change the world. Yeah. Do all this, even um, even um, the Exonerated Five, one of them yes. ran for is running. Yeah, he ran for alderman. Yeah. So in that case, I'm like, what did you go to jail for? Like, well, that's, that's really the question. So and- in Brazil, uh, the uh, current president, Lula, mm-hmm. he was imprisoned. By the former president who was like their Trump. Ah, okay. And then, uh, so, but like put that together. Right, right. Right. And then when he got out, he promptly was voted in the next election to win. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, we all know that the criminal justice system can be wielded right, and used. Right. I mean, in the same way that right now, the same people that were like, it's Blue Lives Matter are like, defund the FBI. Right, right, right. The, the biggest police of them all. Yes, I, I agree with that. I think the that's what's tricky about this. Well, I understand the logic when it comes to Donald Trump. I think this country, when it comes to like laws, they real flexible when, yeah. about who they apply to and who they don't apply to when it comes to things like this. Well, for what it's worth, and it has to do with the president, mm-hmm. he is currently on trial. Right. Or he's about to be. He's indicted mm-hmm. for crimes specific to being yes. the president. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> which is which is a, was a great point. I think that's where we have an issue. Like you are the president. You did some bad things. You can't do it again. Also, I, I think you also, if you're on trial, that's one thing too. Like if you're on trial for something, you need to be worried you're about busy. that. You're busy. You're you busy. don't got time to worry about our economy. <laughs> you need to put your Malcolm X glasses on and your church <laughs> shoes and stand before the judge. Yeah. And get very focused <laughs> on them legal books. Okay. Get you a GED in the pen. Not a GED. <laughs> Coming up next, we've got more Blackheart news. Uh, Hip hop made history. Yes. But not for the reason you think. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into it. Plus the big up let down next on the Amanda Seal show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all, it's Amanda Seals. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Jeremy Like the Bible with Amanda Seals. Yes, with, with me in the flesh. And uh, let's keep it going with some Black Hero News, man. Yeah, so we're celebrating 50 years of hip hop all year long. And hip hop is making history, Amanda. Yay. But not in the way you think. Because Billboard is reporting that after years of dominating the charts, 2023 marks the first year since 1993 that hip hop has not had a number one song or album up until this point in June. So we we had a deficit. (laughs) That feels real. Just (laughs) I know it's crazy. Not one single rap artist has topped the Billboard Hot 100 or the Billboard 200 charts this year, while just six hip hop singles have cracked the top 10. So we even get sketchy in the top 10. But by comparison, six rappers have released number one albums um, by June last year. So you had Gunna, Pusha T, Future, Kendrick, Lil Durk, and Tyler Creator. They all reached number one in the first half of 2022. So I don't know what's going on in 2023. I mean, I guess there's a lot of artists that haven't like put out new stuff, right? Yeah. Like I know Lotto just put out that record with Cardi, but she didn't. Yes. What Bring is me it? out the place. I'm acting brand, brand new. new. <laughs> There's um, a new remix coming out, apparently. A third remix? With like five of the artists. So on. this is the album. <laughs> it's the same song, but like five versions of the song. She said, I'm going back to the old school. <laughs> well, I guess that's the thing, though. It's like people are putting out singles mm-hmm. and then they like ride the single out, but mm-hmm. they're not really putting out like au of work. Right. Mm-hmm. So we haven't. I mean, Cardi B still never put out another album. 
She hasn't. <laughs> she said, listen, y'all. She could pull a Lauren Hill. She said, here y'all go. <laughs> like, I'm about to, at some point, put, another, put out another special. And my mom was like, well, why do you need to put out another special? I thought people just, like, put out a special and they're done. And I'm listen. like, I mean, I guess, you know, people put out an album, they done, too. They finished. I mean, I think, too, we're in a weird space in hip-hop. We're in across the genres as a whole where, like, you had the people who were at the top for a long time. So, like, your Drake's, your Wayne's, your Nicky's. And now J. Cole, Kendrick, but now there's like a new era of artists, but they haven't like reached that point to be Well, they didn't contenders. have to. Well, we, I think the other part of it too is that things have become so much faster even since them mm-hmm. where things don't live as long. Right, you know, like right. Meg Thee Stallion, it's like she did, shout out to our producer, by the way, who always pronounces it Megan the Stallion <laughs> every time. The. TJ TJ's like Meg the Stallion. Um, she doesn't have, the, to me, she hasn't had to like stay at the top mm-hmm. for the same amount of time as like they did. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. Ken just put out what? Four albums now? Five? At least. At least, yeah. We've got what? One for Megan? Two? Megan's had two. Because also these mixtapes be tricky too. People, uh, people are like, it's not an album. It's a mixtape. It's, it's an EP. EP. But it's, what is it? It's an album. It got 50 songs on it. It's an album. <laughs> I also just love an album and I feel like people don't value albums that much anymore because mm-hmm. they don't do the same in terms of streaming and that stuff, that type of thing. It's really just a creative choice at this point. But honestly, monetarily, it doesn't make the most sense. And I think that's why we're seeing that when it mm-hmm. comes to the hip hop genre at this point, it's really a singles driven genre. Well, to that point, you're a hip hop head, hip hop connoisseur. Mm-hmm. Talk about it every Friday on the Black Spin. Do you feel like hip hop has like had its run as like the top genre for like <laughs> for the past few decades? You know what? I think that's a really interesting assessment to look at because when it comes to musical forms, I mean, there's really a cyclical process mm-hmm. by which we see that around every 40 years, a new musical style starts to really take hold. I would argue that Afrobeats has mm-hmm. become the new, like the new version of Afrobeats. Cause there was always like elements of Afrobeats. Right, like right. we look at like Fela Kuti, um, but like the new crop of Afrobeats and just like the emergence of that, like when you see Burner Boy, like selling mm-hmm. out 80,000 seats in, you know, uh, London and you look at folks with, uh, the type of following like DeVito, um, and Thames, you really start to see that this is bigger. It's an institution. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a rise institution, the same way hip hop was at one point. And we see, our, and we see a lot of hip hop artists that are now doing yeah, Afro yeah, beats. Yeah. So that's my theory. What do you all think? Do we think hip hop is about to be dethroned as like the popular music? And if so, what do you think is replacing it? Do you agree with me? It's Afro beats. Do you think it's something else? Hit me up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. That's it for Blackbird News. But when we get back, we're going to stay on the music side of things for the Big Up Let Down. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Big Up, 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 Big Up,
Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Jeremiah the Bible. I'm Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it is now time to give the people the big up let down. That's right. Today's big up, big up goes to SZA for slamming Lizzo's body shamers on Twitter. I like sisterhood support. Let me tell y'all. She asked the people, do y'all actually know how to support others or just tear them down? She questioned where were the good people because Lizzo literally gets body shamed like every single day just for existing. Like, it's not like she's even out here like in y'all's faces. And then, when, and then she'll be like, you know what? Let me just come out here and be in y'all's faces. So she can't win for trying. But during an episode of David Letterman's Netflix show, My Next Guest Needs No, Introstru- no Introduction, Lizzo opened up about the criticism she receives and how it affects her. And she said, you know, it bothered me for a long time that all people could talk about or think about was my size. And it's no surprise because that's really what people really be on. It's like the girl be singing. She got a flute. She be doing, um, she talks about social justice advocacy. There's so many things to discuss, but y'all are obsessed with Lizzo's size. And SZA says, cut it out. She wants people to practice kindness and shutting up more often. She says, <laughs> it's ugly outside already. So why add to it? And I agree. And I just love the sister camaraderie here because yes, yes. it is very, very needed. And for what it's worth, people really be do listening. They okay. Do. So SZA said it. Y'all heard it. Let's make sure y'all apply it. That is the... Big up, big up. All right, let's get into the... Let down. Remember that whole part about people be listening? Uh-huh. Some people don't. Okay. Some people don't be listening. Okay, so I don't know if you heard, but BB Rexa, who is also a, 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 an artist, mm-hmm. she was performing and someone threw a phone at her so hard it hit her in the head and it caused her to actually go to the hospital okay so you're like well what happened you right. know was this a Naomi Campbell situation like this was someone just like holding their phone in their hand and they were just like so into the music that it slipped out their hand right I wish that were the case what was the case the case is this man Nicholas Malvania said I was trying to see if I could hit her with the phone at the end of the show because it would be funny yeah also this is clearly not a smart person. <laughs> like everything you can and say will be held against you. Do you want to get an attorney? Um, he's charged with two counts of assault in the third degree, one count of harassment in the second degree, and one count of attempted assault in the third degree. Oh. Now, you know, this is not a scenario where I think BB's going to end up being able to sue because he probably don't got the money. No. So I mean, what? it'll be funny through a phone, so... That's where we are. That's where we are. <laughs> so that tells me that there's really no winning for BB in this scenario, which sucks. But she posted pictures of her injury. There's a cut above her eye. She needed stitches. And there was significant bruising, which also makes me wonder, how hard did this Tom, this is, did this man Tom Brady the phone? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. And it's a letdown that someone willfully bought a ticket to come to a show to see this person perform and then try to harm them. It's not safe out here. Not just because people are violent, but because people are also stupid. So, you know, that's today's letdown. And I'm hoping that there's a speedy recovery for BB Rexha. Also, I feel like there's a PTSD associated with that, right? Mm-hmm. Like next time you go on stage, you're going to be like, bah, bah, bah. she's going to be moving like Lil' Kim <laughs> in the Benjamins, trying to bob and weave and not nothing's even being thrown at her. Throwing a phone at somebody is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. <laughs> intentionally doing it to see right, if it right. would hit them. Because you thought it would be funny. Not to be like, I want to hurt you. I just thought that's it would a, be funny. That's my point. <laughs> it wasn't even like, I'm just violent. I'm really just stupid. 
<sighs> so that is today's let down. Now y'all hit me up one eight five five two six two six three two eight. I want to hear more from you. Let us know what's on your mind, and I would love for you to share some things you learned this week. You know, every Friday I hit y'all with things I learned this week, and I love when you all teach me about things that you've learned. So hit me up one eight five five Amanda eight one eight five five two six two six three two eight with the things you learned this week. This is the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back. Don't the Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm German Like the Bible. I'm Amanda Seals. And our phone lines are open 24-7, y'all, at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We always love to hear from y'all. Call us if you listen and comment on anything we're talking about, whether it's Hershey Walker, BB Rex is getting hit in the phone, mm-hmm. getting hit in the face with a phone. Yeah, yeah. Any of it. But let's go to the phone lines and see what these people have to talk about, Amanda. All right. Hi, Amanda. I love your show and love listening to you and Jeremiah like the Bible. And um, I am a white person celebrating Juneteenth by doing a couple of different things. Um, the first is making a donation to Thurgood Marshall Foundation to support HBCUs, and then also supporting a Black-owned business today and every day as much as possible. And then also um, taking time to learn more about Juneteenth and Black history and the legacy of slavery. Thanks for your time. Take care. Bye. Okay. I think we have another call too, Amanda. Somebody been listening. I like it. Let me hear. Hey, Amanda. I just wanted to let you know, girl, I tuned in for both of the Smart, Funny, and Black shows this weekend. Thank you so, so much for giving us at home the show. I appreciate it. And so did the other thousands of people that were in the chat with me. We were so glad. Um so sorry though for what happened in person with the tickets that was really just ludicrous but you had two great shows I don't stay up late but I watched both of them all the way through (laughs) just want to tell you the support and the love is always there keep doing what you're doing and Jeremiah like the bible I like how you presented our girl Amanda Seals on the stage thanks (laughs) y'all keep doing what y'all do and happy Juneteenth Stay black, y'all. Her. You know what? I appreciate both those calls. Thank y'all so much. Thank y'all so much. You know, the first caller um, is what I consider to be a person who happens to be white. Okay. Break it down for some people who don't know. I talk about this in my special, I Be Knowing. Uh, There is white and there's people who happen to be white. And Mm -hmm. the difference is white people who, people who happen to be white are people who, of course, know that they are privileged from the whiteness that is placed on them. They are also expected and responsible to use that privilege to platform others who do not have Mm -hmm. access to that and to also gain information about that. Mm -hmm. And so that is exactly what she said she's doing. Uh, White people, on the other hand, are people who are like, yeah, you know what this privilege is. I love it. And also, and also feel like, you know what? White is right. Um, They feed into the BS that the color of their skin somehow makes them better when there's literally nothing that proves that in history. It only, really all we've seen is that it makes them better at being wicked. Yeah, it's the whole thing. Yeah, it's the whole thing. Thank y'all for those calls. That really was, was great to hear. And I'm happy to see someone demonstrating what I believe white people and people who happen to be white should be doing on Juneteenth. Learning. 
Learning, supporting, giving, supporting, and being. I mean, honestly, I think quiet. We, <laughs> quiet. I think we all should be able to like begin, you know, supporting black-owned businesses, community businesses, especially in this time. And I think we should be doing it all the time. Yeah, yeah, not just on Juneteenth or special holidays. Make mm-hmm. it part of our daily practice. Yep. Because at the end of the day, we must remember these white-owned corporations—they're draining all of our pockets. Yes, yes. Even the people who happen to be white and white. <laughs> All right. Remember to hit us up. 1-855-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. When we get back, Barack Obama saying things. It's about gut bang time. And we're going to tell you what he's saying when we get back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Happy Hump Day! Did you know that today is the first day of summer? Okay. I mean, I feel like LA finally got the memo because the sun came out. (laughs) Y'all, it has been literally like depressing Mm -hmm. and sad and ominous and and cold. cold. Since like was well, up, up until today, really. <laughs> yes. And like Jeremiah actually told me something yesterday that made me sad and ominous. And I was like, if I wake up today and it's gray, I'm going to be really pissed off. But the sun came out. The, the sun, sun came out, out and tomorrow. the sun was like, you know what? It's all good. So I'm not mad at him no more. In the words of Glorilla, that's why I love tomorrow. Because <laughs> the sun comes out. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> We have got Blackery News. We do. We have to talk about former President Barack Obama. Hey, Barack. Because he's calling out. Because he's been very quiet. He's been quiet. He's been, he retired. He said, I'm trying to. No, you don't (laughs) retire. Like, you don't ever get to. Here's my thing about the president. Go ahead. Because they'd be like, oh, Michelle's retired. You get to still have Secret Service. Yeah. You still get access to, like, a lot of other, like, presidential Mm -hmm. perks Mm -hmm. forever. library. So, I'm just kind of like, yeah, you retired from, like, day to day. Mm -hmm. But you're still considered a part of leadership. You want a clock still. To a for, for special meetings. Special meetings. Maybe not at a Whole Foods, but you know, <laughs> right, ever right. so often I need to hear you. Well, he's he's he had a lot to say about two presidential candidates on the GOP side. So we're gonna tell you what he said. Plus, there was a case of reverse racism at Starbucks. No, there wasn't. <laughs> no, there wasn't. Quite, don't even frame it that way. Stop. <laughs> well, somebody said it was. Okay. okay. Now, whether it was or not, we go tell you. You got to mm-hmm. stay locked in. Plus, the Twitterverse has been talking about a movie versus between Chris Tucker and Martin Lawrence. That's silly. We'll give our thoughts on that coming up as well. Also, remember, you can stay connected with us on social media 24-7 at Seals Said It. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn and get into summer. Summer, summer, summer time. Ooh, the summertime is happening right here on the Amanda Seals Show. Hey, y'all, it is hump day. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy, like the Bible. This is the Amanda Seals Show. And uh, it's time to get into some Black or New. Yes, so on Dave Axelrod's podcast, Barack Obama said, On who? David Axelrod. On who? David Axelrod. David? David Axelrod. <laughs> David is an interesting name. You know, somebody probably has that name right now. Right. They're like, I got that name. <laughs> well, Barack Obama was on his podcast um, and said that 
he wasn't feeling Tim Scott and Nikki Haley. He felt like they fell short when it comes to acknowledging racial inequity on the campaign trail. We should have a clip. I think there is a long history of African-American or other minority candidates within the Republican Party who will validate Americans, say everything's great and we can all make it. I mean, Nikki Haley, I think, has a similar mm-hmm. approach. She does, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, look at me. I'm an Asian, Asian uh, Indian-American woman. And my family came here and we worked hard. Look, I'm not being cynical about Tim Scott individually. I am maybe suggesting that the rhetoric of can't we all get along and the quotes you made, that has to be undergirded with an honest accounting of our past and our present. If, if somebody's not proposing, both acknowledging and proposing elements that say, no, we can't just ignore all that and pretend as if everything's equal and fair. We actually have to walk the walk and not just talk the talk. If they're not doing that, then I think people are rightly skeptical. Well, first of all, you can't be using words like undergirded with these idiots. (laughs) Okay. Nimrata, Haley, and Tim Scott are clearly single digit IQ dunces. Uh, and are not going to want to know what undergirded means. But for everyone who's listening who may not know what undergirded means, it means like if you're not acknowledging that at the bottom line of these, at the foundation of America, mm-hmm. that there are very clear and present factors that have changed the access to elevation for different groups of people, then you're really painting a picture that's simply impractical and unrealistic and that doesn't even really demonstrate what you're going to do. Right. It's also, it's just intellectually dishonest because it's not true. I mean, <laughs> I love this term intellectually dishonest these days because it's really just a fancy way of saying you're lying. You're lying. It's, there's no proof in the pudding. But I, I want to challenge you to, in the fact that I think that Nikki and Tim Scott, I don't think they're dumb. I think they they understand this dynamic and what they play into and they, they know they benefit from it. So they, they kind of have um, swapped out their morality or their integrity oh, that's fair. for a come up. <laughs> like, that's fair. I mean, I believe that more for Tim than Nimrata. Okay. Um, so for those who don't know, um, Nikki Haley, I call her Nimrata because that's her actual name. Her government Nimrata. Name. She is the child of two Indian parents mm-hmm. who immigrated. Okay. Mm-hmm. She ain't even mixed. Um, she's a child of two Indian parents who immigrated and they were allowed to immigrate into America because of laws that were created on the heels of the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. There was sim- there was immigration laws that happened due to the work of black people yep. that allowed for her to have the opportunity to come to this country. So for her to even insinuate that her access to elevation was because of simply like her parents Pulling and, herself up by her and bootstraps. bootstraps. I'm like, baby, what bootstraps are those? Tims? <laughs> are, th- are those the Tims that black folks was wearing? Because ultimately what happened was is that the bootstraps that black people pulled mm-hmm. up ended up only pulling up others. Right, right. Because there are systems in place that create ceilings over no matter what level of bootstrappage that we pull up, right? You hear that, Tim Scott? You hear that? And so Tim Scott (laughs) is like, well, what about me? And it's like, well, in order for you to get where you are, you have had to disassociate yourself Mm -hmm. with the actualities of your community. Mm -hmm. And you have had to lie. Mm -hmm. So essentially you're passing. It's just another form of passing. And at one point in time, Black people who wanted white access, who could actually do so because their skin was light enough, the only way they were able to pass was to completely disassociate themselves from folks in their community who didn't have that access. That is what passing has become now for Coons. 
You're right. You could pass culturally white, not necessarily like visibly, but you know, you subscribe to certain status quos that you know. Rhetoric. Will, right. That will help you ascend to power or just access to certain spaces. And we've seen that with, you know, your boy Clarence mm-hmm. and. Uh, that's the blueprint. He made it. You know, and Kundis and, you know, the rest of these fools. <laughs> so that's what I think is really happening here. And shout to Obama for coming on and, and talking about it. For those who don't know, David Axelrod was actually his chief strategist for his presidential campaign. So that's why he got him on the podcast. Maybe he'll come on Small Doses. You heard of Barack. Michelle listening right now. She's she Come on Small me. Doses podcast, y'all. We got things to talk about. And we got more to talk about right here at the Amanda Seals Show. So keep it locked. Hit us up, one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-AMANDA-8. You know, while we're talking about candidates, I want to hear from you all. What is something that you want to hear a presidential candidate say that they're going to do that would make you feel compelled to vote for them? Hit us up, one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. When we get back, we got to talk about uh, reverse racism at Starbucks. That whole sentence is nonsense. Keep it locked to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Hey, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy Like the Bible. And let's get into this um, nonsense at Starbucks. So in case you guys didn't know, a jury ruled in favor of former Starbucks regional director Shannon Phillips, who sued the company for wrongfully firing her, claiming she was terminated for being white. So she worked at Starbucks for about 13 years and managed the region stores. And she was fired after the arrest of two black men at the Philadelphia Starbucks back in 2018. So I guess you guys don't remember, there were two guys who were basically there. And they who weren't buying anything and they decided to call the police on them. Well, they were waiting for a meeting. They were waiting for a meeting uh, because they didn't buy anything. They decided to call the police on them. They were arrested. And that started a whole PR crisis for the for um, Starbucks. Yeah. And from there, they tried to like change some things. And according to the complaint from Phillips, following the men's arrest, Starbucks, quote unquote, six steps to punish white employees in efforts to convince the community that they had properly responded to the incident. And in her lawsuit, she was awarded $25.6 million. Here's my question. Were there non-white employees that were working there? <laughs> like, did they just pass over them? And those non-white employees, like, were they in accordance with this? Because I can picture this situation playing out where mm-hmm. there are non-white employees and there are white employees. Mm-hmm. And the non-white employees are like, why are y'all calling the cops on them? And the white employees are like, because we need to call the cops on them. Mm-hmm. In which case, they would not get um, been fired. Now, to my understanding, they were going to fire the lower level employees. And she was, of course, a manager. And so she was like, no, don't fire them. And then they were like, well, we're going to fire you because we got to fire somebody because this is ridiculous. Now, here's the other part that's wild to me. What's wild? Who put this judge in in power? (laughs) Is this a Trump appointed judge? You know, Pennsylvania be racist AF. And a lot of people don't know that. Really? Because we think like Philly. We're like, oh, it's Philly. Yay. Mm-mm. Dang. Anybody listening from Philly right now is in their car like, that's right. <laughs> yes, they be racist out here. Absolutely. It's also very segregated. Really? Yeah. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I mean, it's America at this point. I'm exactly. not surprised by anything. Like Yonkers, for instance, is one of the most segregated cities like in the nation. Isn't Yonkers like right outside of yes. like, the Bronx? And at one point, the mayor of Yonkers committed suicide because he felt so unable to bring the town together. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't I have no words, actually. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, like the city of Yonkers is literally the same population as Grenada. 
Really? 100,000 something, like 110,000. You just full of fun facts. You just, you like, know what? You like hitting us with it. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I know that? Oh, I took a class <laughs> at Purchase College, okay, uh, yeah. which is close to Yonkers. See? So there's that. But I think this story is so wild because it seems like it's a case of reverse racism. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah. I want to know. Was that the legal language used? I don't believe it. They, they, I just can't see in my brain. They stood in front of the judge and gave the opening statements and was like, this is, this is reverse racism. I just can't see it. And then a the jury like, yeah, we, we agree with that. You know, my bigger question is. What? Starbucks, what kind of lawyers y'all got? How you lose this case? $25.6 million is a lot. The, for what? For wrongfully terminated. <laughs> it even got wrongfully terminated. $25.6 million, Amanda. Also, we just need to put it on record. There's no such thing as reverse racism. Yes, that's, I mean, that's a given. So for her to say, I was fired because I was white in order to show that Starbucks isn't racist, even that Mm -hmm. is not reverse racism. Mm -hmm. That is literally, you got fired because you're white and your team were racist. Right, right. (laughs) They they mixed that part up in the discovery. They scratched that out. I can't help but also (laughs) feel like you wouldn't have got fired if you hadn't supported this. Yeah. So that's what I don't know. And I don't know if in the discovery it was like, I said that I was against this. I said that this was this shouldn't have happened, but they still fired me anyway because they needed to make it look like they got rid of the white people. Shannon Carlin, let us know. We want to know. one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. Just a fun fact, by the way, also, if you're feeling sick or a cold, you should go get a medicine ball from Starbucks. Oh, I was like, a medicine ball? Yeah. I thought of an actual ball. No, like... the medicine ball, I, I had a little cold and that medicine ball got me together so that mm. I could get those shows happening in Tennessee. So, you know, they they clearly are lacking in funds because they have to pay $25.6 to Shannon. So go and get you a medicine ball and put some money in their coffer. When we get back, I don't... I think this is a nonsense challenge. The Twitter first had a challenge between Martin Lawrence and Chris Tucker and whose movies were better. Now y'all know. I'm going to put my spin on it, though. Okay. Find out what my spin is when we come back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jermike the Bible. And Amanda, I know you're not on Twitter these days, but I'll be over there. And the people was basically saying that they want to see a head-to-head between Martin Lawrence and Chris Tucker in a movie versus, not comedy, movies. And when I told you about this, you had mixed you had mixed feelings. You wasn't really feeling the Chris Tucker, Martin. Because I think even to compare the two feels like, oh, y'all just don't have good taste in movies. Really? Well, because I think Chris Tucker has been in some good movies. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Martin Lawrence has like a much stronger track record. Right. Even like- if we include his special. Oh, yeah. He did. But like Chris doesn't have like a strong enough catalog to even be comparable to Martin, you feel? I mean, we can just do a real quick comparative analysis, like really quick. <laughs> it's like, okay... Chris Tucker, Friday, woohoo, Rush Hour, woohoo, maybe even Rush Hour 2, mm-hmm. woohoo. The third was a little shaky, so we can go count the third. Okay. Money Talks. Okay. Uh, Dead Presidents. Okay, uh, okay, He was okay. in the Fifth Element. People like him in the Fifth Element. He was really good in Fifth Element. I won't take that from him. Yeah. Um, the Great White Height. Little Nikki. Jackie Brown. Makes an appearance in House Party 3. So you see how we fell off? <laughs> we fell off. I think there was like four strong and a pass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And he wasn't even the star in Jackie, in Jackie Brown, to my room. No. Right. No. Okay. So let's look at some Martin Lawrence movies. Okay. You have Bad Boys, the whole trilogy. One, two, and three. Big Mama's House, one and two. I don't know if we're going to do two. Yeah. But let's do one. But one is definitely, I'll rewatch it the other day. Yeah. It's good. Blue Streak. I liked Blue Streak at the time. I also liked <laughs> Swiss Beat Single. Oh, hey, baby. It was uh, Jay-Z. All right. What else? House Party, one and two. 
one and the pajama two. Jam. The pajama jammy jam. That's a good one. A thin line between love and hate. Sir. We love that. Life. Life. And let's not even. Okay. For, by the way, we've already outdone ourselves. Yeah. yeah. We. Sir. <laughs> Boomerang. Boomerang. And if we're going to look at like appearances, mm-hmm. I feel like Chris Tucker's role in Jackie Brown mm-hmm. is probably like equal to. Am I wrong about this? Like equal to like Martin Lawrence's role in Do the Right Thing? Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. That makes sense. So, so then if we're going to rate movies, Jackie Brown, Do the Right Thing? Mm, do the Right Thing. So who do you feel like is comparable to a, ver- a movie versus with Martin Lawrence? Um, I would say Eddie Murphy. Okay. I mean, you love Eddie Murphy. You love Coming to America. I feel like so. Obsessed. I feel like any movie that Martin has will not top Come to America. That's facts. But the other part of it is that he also has specials, right? So, okay. like, you have, like, Martin had Run Tell That, and he mm-hmm. also had, um, oh, my God. With the, uh, you got it. Uh, 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 you So Crazy. You So Crazy is one of the greatest specials of all time, okay? So, do you check codes? Then check them. Like, it's, I can quote it word for word. Then you have Eddie Murphy, who has Raw and Delirious. Mm-hmm. But we look at, like, films like Coming to America, one, we do not speak of the other. Is there another one? Uh, <laughs> Um, Beverly Hills Cop, one, two, and three. Good movie. Strong movies. A Thousand Words. I don't know about that one, but um, Trading Places. Oh, yeah. Trading Places. Not even on. We didn't even put Trading Places on here. Nutty Professor. Y'all, Golden Child. I want the knife. Have I? Oh, my God. You're missing out. I was, he also in Dream Girls. I forgot about that. He was. Oh my, he, he got. He got a, a, a nomination. nomination. He got an Oscar nomination yeah. for Dreamworlds. What other films did you see there? Um, you got another professor. You said that Forty Eight Hours. Um, Daddy Daycare. That's a good family movie. The, the kids loved it. Okay. He also was in Life with Eddie, with Martin Lawrence. He's also in Shrek as the donkey. <laughs> so okay, now clearly Strong Eddie catalog. is winning this, but I just feel like it's a closer you, comparison. But he's not flat out winning though. That's what I'm saying. Okay. It's a closer comparison. It ain't like a drag like. No, it's not. It's not a drag and take him to the house. But I think it's a much better comparison than uh, Chris Tucker. Yeah, shout out to Chris though. I like Rush Hour. Rush Hour was a great movie. Hilarious. You and Jackie Chan together. But I don't know you. 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 You in that same weight class when it comes to movies as Martin. Sorry, Chris. It'd be like that. It'd also, like do that. we like Jackie Chan and Chris better than we like Martin and Will? Ooh, ooh, it's a different vibe. Okay, Rush's Rush Hour is definitely much more funny versus Bad Boys is more like we got guns, we cops, we kicking indoors. But you know what the other part of it? Well, by the way, they're both cops. Um, yeah, I'll be all right. <laughs> but you know what the other part of it is? What? There are jokes in Rush Hour One that are cannot and two that there's a whole like Korean spy situation too that just doesn't it didn't make it into this generation Mm -hmm. into this uh this decade but it was funny though I'ma laugh I'ma laugh terrible y'all this is the Amanda Seal show do you agree or disagree hit me up 1-855-AMANDA-8 that's 1-855-262-6328 is Martin winning this or am I bugging I'm not bugging we'll be right back the Amanda Seal show we up we up we up life is full of things to manage your work your family your plans and your treatment consider Kesimpta Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection you can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. 
Happy Wednesday. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. I'm Amanda Seals. If you missed anything so far on the show, y'all, be sure to check out our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, we're always taking y'all phone calls on any of the topics we talk about or you really, really want to hear from us, you know, just call us, tell us things you learned this week, you need some advice, anything. Call us at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. And, you know, we've been talking about Gavin Newsom and, well, you've been talking about Gavin Newsom and Kamala, Kamala Harris mm-hmm. and politics. You have a call who has thoughts about your rant. Oh. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Jeremiah. Amanda, I just got to listen to your opinion in regards to the Gavin Newsom. I am born and bred in the great state of California, born and raised in the Inland Empire, now in the Central Valley area. I guess the only thing I would tweak with that is I don't think that he's going to go for the 2024 election, but I think he's gearing up for 2028. I definitely think he's gearing for 2028. I think he's putting his footwork in now. Um, I think that's why he's moving so much around nationally. I think that's why he's speaking so much about Gavin. I mean, about... um, I don't even know the dude's name. Who cares who he is? We know who he is. But who cares? I think that's what's I think that's what's happening. I believe that he is going to gear for the twenty twenty eight election. Jeremiah, Amanda, keep it going. Have a good day. Thank you. I disagree. Um, I don't know what would be the point of starting now to gear up for the 2028 election. That seems a nonsensical. That's, But it's a long game that like doesn't require this much like coming out the gate type mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. unless you are also going to try to run. Mm-hmm. Right. So that to me doesn't make sense. He's not going to try to run against Joe Biden because mm-hmm. he's stumping for him. I mean, strange things have happened. You know, people flip a switch real quick. Not when you're really <laughs> trying to show, not really, not when you're really trying to be in the good graces of the DNC. That's true. You know, it's all politics, all one big. It's all like you, big can, you can't tell me that Kamala wasn't propped up to like challenge Joe Biden mm-hmm. so that when Joe Biden was put up there, they're like, well, we're not going to let no black lady do it. And make him even more accessible to the central to the central whites. I mean, when it comes down to it, is Amanda like we got to get Kamala, Gavin, and Joe on the show. Sit down, come to the studio, give us the, give us the tea. Come hang out. Stop trying to be cryptic. We got to get to we got to get to the bottom. People of this. know for twenty twenty four. What are we doing? Well, you know, those are my thoughts. You're going to get my thoughts weekly because the Amanda rant goes down every Thursday during the group chat. Mm-hmm. What am I going to talk about tomorrow? Hmm. Gotta tune in to find out. That's right. And you can tune in because when we get back, we have politicians say the darndest things, and it's gonna be Trump getting played to his face. Y'all, you wanna hear it. It's delightful. Plus, we got six second headlines, and we got my all coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We Well, it's the Amanda Seals show. It is. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah like the Bible. So um, we got one more hour in the building. We do. Before we go any further, though, it is time to listen, laugh, and learn. And I have the word for the day. What's the word for the day? In my efforts to always grow you all's vocabulary in ways that you can use, the word is nudnik. 
nudnik. What do you think nudnik means? What's the what's the uh, part of speech? Noun. Noun. Nudnik. Um, it sounds just it sounds um, Russian German. It does, right? <laughs> um, nudnik. I mean, I just not think about it. It actually sounds like something you eat, like a nudnik, like a little pastry, <laughs> a snack of sorts. Okay, like some pastry. That's a, that's a fair guess. Um. <laughs> I thought when I first heard it that it was like an idiot. Mm-hmm. It sounded like like a like a dunce, like a nut, a nut like well, no, like a like a dumb person, gotcha. like a nutnik. Uh, you're a dunce, <laughs> you're like a yeah. But I was wrong. It is not. A, it's not a pastry. It's not a dumb person. However, it is a person mm-hmm. who is a bore or nuisance. Sounds like a nutnik to me. Yeah. So to use that in a sentence, um, I would consider vice president. Pence to be a real nudnik. He's and he's a zero to the left. He adds nothing to the room because he's a bore, but he's a nuisance just for being there. Yeah, that's a you yeah. bore and a nuisance. That's why the fly landed on his head because he's actually <laughs> doo doo. That was memes for days. Memes for days. Mm, I watched it in real time and it was like, oh wow, this is really happening. He just let it sit there. He had no choice because he's bored by himself. He bored. Can you imagine? He probably bores himself. It must be really boring to just live that much of a lie. Come out the closet. Oh. Happy Pride Month. Not Not Anyone who works that hard to keep LGBTQ plus people down, it's because you you're trying to keep it down inside you. Yeah, he, he comfy. Doesn't he look like he would do well at the parade? No, because he's a nutnik, Amanda. Touche. You're right. But I think he's a nutnik because he's suppressing. Okay. Okay. So it's turned into. Yeah. It's inward. It's inward self nutnicking. Because I feel like there's somebody in there who does know the difference between the right kind of floral print for I'm screaming. wallpaper. Maybe. Find out. Maybe. He got, he got time. There's probably like a parallel universe where Mike Pence is gay Mike Pence. And he's looking at this Mike <laughs> Pence just like, wow, you're living your worst life. That's a movie, Parallel Universes. Might write that. Have you ever seen the movie Sliding Doors? Mm-mm. That's what that is. Oh, somebody made it already. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> All right, coming up next, we got 60 Second Headlines. We got Positive and Say the Darndest Things. Mm. Plus your big up let down coming up this hour. So don't go anywhere. See Amanda Seals show. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy Like the Bible. And it is time for... Politicians say the darndest things. So today, y'all, we back with 77-year-old convict, former president, Donald Trump, y'all. This is what he had to say. Well, this was my had to say to him. Mm-hmm. In 2016, you said that. I'm going to surround myself with only the best and most serious people. Well, I did do that. This and we time, had tremendous look. We had the best economy we've ever had. This the world time has ever seen. Your vice president, Mike Pence, is running against you. Yeah. Your ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley, she's running against you. Your former secretary of state, Mike Pompeo, said he's not supporting you. You mentioned National Security Advisor John Bolton. He's not supporting you either. You mentioned Attorney General Bill Barr. Uh, says you shouldn't be president again. Uh, calls you the consummate narcissist and troubled man. You recently called and uh, bar a, a gutless pig. Uh, your second defense secretary is not supporting you, called you irresponsible. This week, you and your White House called your White House chief of staff, John Kelly, weak and ineffective and born with a very small brain. You called your acting White House chief of staff, Mick Mulvaney, a born loser. You called your first secretary of state, Rex Tillerson, dumb as a rock. And your first defense secretary, James Mattis, the world's most overrated general. You called your White House press secretary, 
Secretary Kathleen Milktoast, and multiple times you've referred to your transportation secretary, Elaine Chow, as Mitch McConnell's China-loving wife. So, why did you hire all of them in the first place? Because I hired 10 to 1 that were fantastic. We had a great economy. We had phenomenal people in charge of the economy. But don't forget, for everyone you say, I had 10 that love us. Now, y'all hear that? I just loved just hearing this man's commitment to actual journalism because they had to actually look up all of these insults. That's a bit. Put it all on one sheet of paper. How you dislike this many people that you used to rock with? You know what? I can't even front. Sometimes I'll be having to look through my phone <laughs> to find old pictures and I'll just be like, dang, I used to be cool with all these people and they're now all trash. <laughs> so this is the one time that I can actually relate to Trump. Really? Yeah. This is the one time where I can be like, yeah, I thought these people was good. I, I did. did. I did. But the difference is I wasn't the president. Yeah. And I wasn't on Twitter talking about it. Yeah. 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 I mean, so he always he's very vocal. He's very public with his thoughts about people. But he likes them. Doesn't like them. Or it's which changes changes my halfway between the two. Um, I'd also love to hear the reasons why he now calls these people these things. Like, what is it that they did or failed to do that he wanted say. them to do that made them into all these things he called them? Because mm -hmm. I can tell you that in my case, the people that I don't rock with is because they did me dirty. You don't have no real reason, probably. It's probably like, they didn't call me back. It's like probably real Russell Simmons of him. Yes. And <laughs> I'm sure it's also very like, I tried to do them dirty and they didn't allow me to. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> they didn't hold the documents for me. Mm. <laughs> my body man did now he's indicted <laughs> and probably gonna do the time like shine oh he's doing the time he's gonna be the shine to the puff daddy of this situation that's what i think is gonna happen i be having my theories y'all i be having my theories but that is today's edition of politicians say the darndest things we'll be right back with some second headlines on the amanda seal show that's right the amanda seal show we up we up we up we're about to head on out of here. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. Let's talk about what, what, what kind of stuff we talked about today. We talked about that. talked about a lot. We talked about a lot. So first we talked about <laughs> Herschel Walker going to college. He's enrolled at UGA. We had some classes he might need to pick up while he's there. Plus, Whoopi Goldberg wanted to add a new amendment to the Constitution. And you gave your big up to SZA for sticking up for Lizzo. I did. Isn't that amazing? We love SZA. We traveling. Do. Pants <laughs> of the traveling singers. Yes, we love it. And you love this show. So if you missed any of it, you can check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Mm -hmm. You can also check out my latest episode of Small Doses Podcast, Side Effects of Daring to Be Different with Duran Bernard. Available wherever you get your podcasts. And you can watch it to, uh, today. You can watch it today. We premiere new episodes on uh, MandaSealsTV.com at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Tomorrow, Thursday. I can't. <sighs> I can't keep my day straight, y'all. I'm like, wait. No. I almost get confused. I was like, is it today? This episode premiered today. Um, but you can watch it tomorrow mm -hmm. on Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on YouTube, Amanda Seals TV, or just go to AmandaSealsTV.com. All right. Uh, coming up on Thursday's show, we're going to have another round of six second headlines. It's also group chat day, so we got a lot of things to discuss every hour. And Jeremiah is going to hit up with our most likely to and pass out a Seals show superlative. All that and more tomorrow on the Amanda Seals Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Be safe. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.